seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead! Remaining. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, -on -one. Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown! We're sending it in, Jerome, that's for damn sure. Yes, 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 what is up everybody, welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast, I'm your host Jordan Stacks, lads, joined with my guys, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, Swerving Irving Washington, with the fresh Yo. haircut, let's go, my man's feeling himself. I'm really not. Damn. Always one of the best like feelings is a fresh cut. Yeah, like, dude, it always. is. Now my barber pushing my hair like that. <laughs> Bro, at least it's not natural. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I saw this one video. This dude was cutting his own hair. He fucked his head. Ugh. There's a lot of those videos, man. There's, yeah. there's some funny ass videos. Um. <laughs> Man, happy Tuesday to everybody out there. Uh, unless you're on the East Coast, happy Wednesday, early Wednesday morning. Thank you for hanging out with us. We are going to be breaking down some Major League Baseball games on Wednesday's slate. Um, just like Friday, a lot of teams with uh, non-listed starters, so we're going to have to stay away from some big games. <clears throat> Before we get into the games... Uh, make sure to go to our YouTube, youtube.com slash at Taproom Sports Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow us, twitch.tv slash Taproom Sports. Podcast is available everywhere on every podcast platform. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, you name it, we are there. Thank you for tapping in with us. Tell a friend. We appreciate y'all. How you guys doing today? Doing good. Nice day of sports. Yes, sir. Lots of soccer, lots of baseball. Good day. <clears throat> Hell yeah. We're getting closer to Friday. That's Ben's favorite day. <laughs> I, I got a good beer, though, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about today. Nice. What are you sipping on? Uh, so I've got Biggie's Blood Orange Brunch Bonanza. Um, so, oh, my God. It smells incredible. So this is an Imperial Sour... Um, with blood orange and vanilla coming in at eight percent from Alvarado, so one of our uh, one of our favorite breweries out here in the Bay Area. Yes, sir. USC okay, just did a uh, collaboration with Stone. Oh, that's dope! I gotta find that. Yeah, I need Irv to give me some. I don't know if you can find it anywhere outside of of LA. Okay, I, I saw another I think it's like only in LA. I'm not. Sure. I'm not 100 percent sure on that though. So, Ben, if you do find some, let me know. Yeah, definitely will. I, I saw another Warriors one today. I'm going to wait for uh, basketball season to pick that up. So, From who? Uh, I think it was Strike. Oh, speaking of uh, Warriors or NBA, y'all see the little beef between PG and uh, uh, Devin Booker? Nah, what happened? I don't know. I think PG, like, uh, dissed him or said some shit about him on his podcast. I got to look more into it and see, but I saw that on Twitter today. I was like, what the hell is going on? So I gotta look into that and see. Uh, I don't really follow those athletes in their their pods and stuff. Well, what's man got a pretty good one? I like his Pat Beverly's. His is pretty pretty cool. And your boy uh, uh, Gilbert Arenas. 
no chill gill uh i just i don't know dude i just feel like these athletes just get on these podcasts and these media platforms and like obviously people are going to tune in because of who they are and they just like say dumb shit just to go viral dude yeah so yeah but uh gills turned it toned it down so that's good but yeah i gotta look into that and let y'all know how 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 that's looking yes yes please do um basketball season right around the corner fiba is right around the corner U.S. team mollywop Puerto Rico last night. Everyone on Twitter was saying the U.S. team didn't look good, and then they came out and fucking dominated the second half. People got to understand. Surprise us though. What does that surprise us though? Even if they're not even like top top team. Well, that's the thing is like people on Twitter like, oh, this is gonna be a down year for the U.S. Like this isn't gonna be good. And it's like, bro, you got to understand, dude. Like the worst U.S. Professional basketball players combined are still better than every other team in the world, dude. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Like, yeah, unless you take Giannis and B, Luca. Yeah, you gotta like put them all on one team. Well, yeah, 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 you gotta put team. them all on one team. Yeah, yeah, it's just not even fair. And then, and on top of that, like, look at the U.S. coaching staff, dude. Steve Kerr is the head coach. His assistants are Spolstra, Mark Few. And Ty Lue, dude, like, four of the best basketball minds on the planet, dude. Like, I don't care who's on the team, bro. Oh, my God. It's insane. Anyways, we're here to talk baseball. Uh, Before we hop into the games, dude, I do want to kind of bring up the Padres because we talked about them on Sunday when we were going over, like, who we thought was going to make the playoffs. And, you know, stupidly, I picked the Padres to make the playoffs. I want to take that back. I think their season is absolutely over uh, I think the Dodgers ended it on Monday, up five nothing. Dodgers come back and score thirteen unanswered runs, dude. Seth Lugo goes on uh, San Diego media after basically says that he thinks the Dodgers were stealing signs somehow. They knew what pitches were coming. Jesus, maybe true, may not be true, but it's like it's just a bad look at, at all this going down. Padres have they lose three out of four to the Dodgers, and then you come back and you're like. Oh, they uh, they were stealing signs. You know what I mean? Uh, just, just a bad look for the Padres, man. And it leads me to the question of what is going to happen to the Padres after this season, dude? Juan Soto is a free agent. Um, Josh Hader is a free agent. Like, what what's going to happen with this team? Do you guys think that Juan Soto even resigns? Do you think there is a possibility he goes elsewhere? Does Bob Melvin keep his job? They have to throw stupid money at Soto for what they gave up for him. Like they have to throw stupid money at him to, to get him to resign. Cause if he walks, I mean, it's the same situation with Otani. Like if he walks and, and San Diego doesn't get anything out of him, it's, that is one of the biggest loses that they, you know, that they have because they gave some huge pieces over to the nationals for, for Soto to come play for a year and a third. Yeah. And if if I'm a San Diego Padres fan, if they don't re-sign him, I am not happy. I mean, I know he hasn't performed up to, you know, the caliber that they expected him to perform, but to get nothing out of that, just like the Angels are going to get nothing out of Otani, like those are both huge losses for those teams. Yeah, I was because uh, I was kind of thinking about it the other night, not the other night, last night. And I was like, man, like I just feel like. Soto to the Yankees is like gonna happen. It wouldn't surprise me. I like at this point, like I just don't see a. I just I don't see why 
Well, I see why Soto would resign if he like is getting four hundred million or something. But I just think like after the season the Yankees have had, they're gonna go out and they're gonna make an they're gonna make an, a very aggressive move because Juan Soto by far. Boone? Um, I don't know about firing Boone. I just think that I think that the biggest possible move they could make because from all accounts of like New York media and stuff is that the locker room loves Aaron Boone. Like they yeah. they really respect that guy and like they would go to war for him, and you know as a baseball fan like I want Aaron Boone to stay because of like the theatrics that he performed last night with oh my god the, for the strike <laughs> yeah that uh, was but the, the fans are calling for his head though that's that's the big thing they're calling for his and Cashman's head yeah but fans are always going to overreact yeah they've been doing that for a couple of years now I don't really think um, Al is not his dad he doesn't make like quick decisions that he feels like all right his manager didn't win the world series i'm firing his ass now george steinbrenner was still alive and well running that team i think aaron boone will get asked will get axed no doubt but i think they're just taking the approach like okay they're gonna try to do what they can to probably try to fight and make a playoff spot this season but they're gonna probably try to spend big money next year because that's usually what the yankees do they don't they got a, a shitty ass farm system those prospects are clearly overrated as shit, and we've been hearing about them <laughs> for all these years. And Volpe was the next overrated ass Derek Jeter. I'm glad he's sucking. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I just think they're gonna go out and try to throw major money at free agents and swing for the fences because they still got to pay Stanton. They just gave Judge that big deal, and behind them two, Stanton is either home run or bust. But besides Judge. That lineup is complete dog shit, man. Yep. It's like very hit or miss. Like, it's not even hit or miss. I feel like their whole lineup is like home run or nothing, dude. Yeah, that's it. Home, home run, run strikeout, or nothing, dude. And so, they were they refuse to trade their prospects because they think down the line those dudes are going to be something. So, yep. So, I, I, de- I'm, I'm in a, I agree with you, dude. I definitely think that they fucking. I definitely think they. Uh, <laughs> They're gonna make a very aggressive move. They're gonna overreact and they're gonna go out and they'll probably sign. They'll probably make an offer at Otani. Obviously, they'll make a run. They're not gonna get him, so they're gonna they're gonna go after Soto. They'll probably offer him, you know, maybe five hundred million. You know what I mean? I don't know what Otani's gonna get, dude. If Otani gets like six hundred million, Soto will probably get like five hundred million. Yeah, because they're saying depending on he's gonna either sign a long term deal or he's gonna sign. A, I think they said a, a eight. It's either going to be an eight-year deal or it's going to be a twelve-year deal. For, if he signs the twelve-year deal, it's going to be his contract is going to be between five hundred and fifty to six hundred million. The eight-year deal is going to be, I think, fifty-five or sixty million a year. So, who who are you, Soto or or Otani? Oh, Otani. No, Soto's going. Soto's going for the longest, biggest money he can get if he doesn't. Now, word around the campfire is he loves playing in San Diego, so. Even if they miss the playoffs, there's no way that owner is going to let He's going to offer him. Oh, yeah. Damn. He's going to give Soto a blank check. But then like they want to continue because they just gave Machado a new deal. And they still have Tatis on the books for 300 and something million. And they just gave Joe, Joe Musgrove down there 200 million. So that's going to be well over a billion dollars in, <laughs> invested in four players. I so, also, on top of that, too, are like, I don't think winning is as in, I'm not saying winning isn't important to Juan Soto, but I don't think winning is like 
his end all he's, be all. Yeah, he won a fucking World Series and was the best player on his team at nineteen. Yeah. So <clears throat> and it's not like the Padres can't retool and compete next year for a World Series. They just having a dog shit year. So uh, yeah, but they need a lot of pieces. Yeah, they need a lot of pitching. That's the their main problem. And that lineup is inconsistent as hell. Xander started off looking like the best shortstop in, in, in on the planet. And he just cooled all the way down. Yep. And they gave him what two forty, two fifty. Gave him a lot of fucking money. And Hassan Kim's actually their best player this year. If we're yeah, keeping he's, it man. Play. And he, they only got him for what? They only under contract for what? Two more years? Three more years? He actually might be a free agent. Hold on. Yeah, because I think he only got two years max on his deal. If he's not going to be a free agent next year, he signed a four-year, twenty-eight million dollar deal. But that was. Damn, they got him on the steal. Yeah, I think this might be his last year. Oh, uh, next year's his last year. So they okay, have a one so, more yeah. year. But I mean, he's been their best player. Like it's it's not even a debate. Like it's been crazy how good he's been. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's gonna be interesting. Like because the Padres, we're talking about the Yankees farm system. I mean, the Padres farm system is fucking depleted, dude. Oh yeah, they that Juan Soto trade completely took their farm system out. And on top of that. The trades they was making before then that uh, were still they was giving up high level guys too. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what they're gonna like. The only thing and Blake Snell's a free agent. We didn't even mention that. Yeah, and he's been their best he pitcher. Might, shit, he might win a Cy Young and go into free agency. Yep, and you know a team's gonna throw some coin at him. Probably the Mets. <clears throat> yep, or the Phillies. <laughs> Phillies, where do the Phillies get all this money from, dude? I don't know, but they they got a war chest over there. <laughs> they always just be fucking giving hella money to free agents. All right, Rogers signed Young Hyun Suk. Yeah, he's the uh, he's a very highly touted Korean prospect. He's a he's a Korean Korean wonder kid. He's okay. he's eighteen. He throws ninety eight. He's foregoing KBO, which is unusual for, for Korean yeah. prospects. They usually go into KBO first. He's and his first... off-speed stuff is disgusting. Hmm. It is, but like I told Irv, like, he, this kid. Yeah, he's only 18, so he's probably going to be in. They're probably going to take, like, two, three years to get him to the show. And he's got to develop, dude, because, I mean, you know, he's pitching against Korean high school kids, which is, like, not even near the level of our, of the U.S. high school system. So, I mean, it's it's completely different ball. And I'm not saying, like, he's obviously has huge potential. And it's probably the best thing for him is signing now so he can go into a major league system and get developed rather than go into the KBO because who knows where his development is going to take him there then, you know? So, yeah, he'll, he'll probably be up in, like, two years if all goes well. You know, they can get him in. I don't know if he already signed his contract, but if he did, they could probably get him into the rookie ball, like, now. So he at least gets a month under his belt of he he just signed for he is signed for nine hundred k yeah we'll see we'll see what happens man but it's a good signing dude it's a good signing uh and Dodgers are they're good at developing so we'll see we'll see where it takes them um all right let's hop into these games tomorrow so the first game we got is the Orioles and the Astros man what a fucking meltdown. By Felix Bautista tonight. First runs he's given up since June 24th. And he gives up a grand slam to lose the game. Blows the save. Kyle Tucker, grand slammy. And it's crazy too because the pitch right before was strike three. And the catcher dropped the fucking foul tip. 
Very next pitch, fucking grand slam, dude. Uh, mm. Felix Bautista did not have his splitter today, though. It was, uh, you know, everyone was just sitting on that and on his fucking fastball, which is a good one, but you know, yeah, they're major league hitters. You know. <laughs> so, uh, tough, tough, tough loss for Baltimore, dude. They were up six two, end up losing seven to six. Uh, tomorrow they got Jack Flaherty on the mound against Christian Javier. Uh, let me get the updated odds at FanDuel. We have uh, the Orioles laying a dollar twenty four, Astros plus a dollar six. The total is at nine. Mm. What do you guys think about this game? Both teams are seven and three in their last ten, so both teams are hot. Yeah, neither of these guys have pitched against uh, against each other either. Um, Jack Flaherty coming off a, a really good game. Um, this last one, you know, against Toronto. So, you know, I, you wonder if he can hold that. He's done it a few times where he has back-to-back good starts, but, you know, his his last three before that have been, you know, three earned, four earned, three earned. So, you know, you, you kind of question which which team he or which pitcher is going to come out. Um, usually against a good team, he pitches well. So I'm kind of leaning the Orioles here. Um, Javier been letting a lot of runs in. Um, so I would definitely go first five to the O's, uh, maybe even full game here. I think if you take half or minus half a run too, you get better value there for first five. Irv, what do you think? Um, losing a game like that, the O's got to bounce back. They had all the momentum. They should have definitely won that game. They let it slip away. And I think Flaherty is going to return to the Flaherty we saw pre this year for those dog shit Cardinals. It's nothing like motivation. He's in the pennant race now. Um, He looked amazing his last start. It's nothing like pitching with motivation and you know you're going out there helping the team potentially win a championship and not being on a team that's probably going to be cellar dwellers. Shout out to those trash ass Cardinals. (laughs) Um, I love, love watching them suck. Uh, I still remember that home run they hit off Clayton Kershaw. Oh, man. Um, Who was that sorry-ass Jack that hit that home run? I can't even think of his name. But anyway, I digress. But, yeah, Jack Flaherty, take it to the bank. Run line, money line. He looked like a totally different pitcher his first start, and I think that continues. And then, like you said, Christian Javier has good stuff. But dude is a walk machine and a home run machine. So and that's not good versus a lineup, especially a lineup that's hitting the ball like they right like they are right now. And I don't see them slowing down. Um Santander is back to his old self. Um yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Baltimore. Yeah, and no, I agree. Like the thing with Christian Javier, dude, is like he has a fucking hella high walk rate. His walk rate is eight yeah. percent. His K rate is 22%, but, I mean, that's down from last year. He's definitely not striking out guys like he was last year. He was a 5.11 XFIP. Um, and, I mean, this guy, like, outside of his start against Oakland, and let's be honest, he walked six guys in that start, too. It's not yeah. like he was out there fucking pitching a gem. I mean, this guy is just – he has not been good this season, bro. Not been good at all. Uh, and I do think – that with Baltimore against right-handed batting this year, they have a walk rate of 8%. 
pretty high walk, walk rate, and a pretty low K rate, 22%. 103 WRC+, plus, 170 ISO. Uh, since June 1st, at home, Baltimore. Where are they at? I lost them. 101 WRC+, plus, 171 ISO. So, I mean, they do hit lefty. I'll, I'll say this. Baltimore hits lefties better than they do righties. Seen today as they fucking shelled, uh, what's his face? Um, Framber Valdez. I think it's going to be imperative, though, that Jack Flaherty, and I agree with Irvin, I agree with Irv's take in the fact that, like, Flaherty can have this re- renowned sense of, like, of I'm pitching for something. You know what I mean? I think we saw that in his first start. And, and Ben, I know you think three earned runs is a lot. Six innings and three earned is still a quality start. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, it's a quality especially start. In that, especially in the American League. It's a quality yeah, start, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you got to look who he's playing, too. If, you, if you're allowing three earned runs in, you know, a game against a slumping Arizona team, if you're allowing it versus Washington. I know, but three earned, not, six innings and three earned is a, is a quality start. It's not debatable. That's really, that's the definition of a quality start. Six innings, three earned or less. So if my starting pitcher is going out and giving me three earned, or less, my team should be able to score four runs. The Orioles average over five runs a game. So really, they just need you to go out there and give you three or less. You can't go out against a team like Houston and expect to fucking pitch zeros, dude. That's tough to ask. I'm, I'm not... Uh, I didn't say that. I mean, it's tough to I'm ask against any I, major I, league if team. If I want... You know, if, if I'm a starting pitcher against... Uh, there's definitely a difference between a quality start against a team like the Dodgers versus a team like I know, but that's like uh, Arizona right now. That's your set. Well, his starting against Arizona wasn't a quality start because he only went five innings. But your definition of a quality start isn't the actual definition of a quality oh, start. Great. I could care less about that because the way that I'm looking at a quality start is different between a quality team versus a shit team. And if you're going out and you're letting three runs in against a shit team in five innings, in six innings, we're allowing a run every other inning. That's I, I'm not happy as a fan. I'm not happy as a – I wouldn't be happy as a manager in that. Yeah, but you got to also think, like, crazy things could happen. I mean, look at Felix Bautista today, dude. He fucking walks the first batter. Okay, that's not that's not good. Gives up a bloop single to Jose Altuve, dude. Soft contact. You know, that's like – the odds of that happening are, like, slim to none, right? Strikes out the next guy. Fucking next batter, Jordan Alvarez, fucking hits one to center field and Mateo drops it. But because it was like one ten off the bat, they don't call it a they don't call it an error. Even though technically it was an error. Like it was literally he fucking dropped the he dropped the ball. Then he gets Kyle Tucker up, strikes out Kyle Tucker, strike three. Fucking catcher doesn't keep keep the foul tip in his uh in his glove. Boom, grand slam. I mean there's context to everything. So you look at the line and you're like, man, Felix Bautista gave up four runs. But in reality, those four runs should have never been given up. If he catches that Jordan ball, that's two outs right there. Yeah. If he if, if he, he catches the foul tip, they're out of the inning. He doesn't he even go better anything. pitch than the Grand Slam. Then, then, then we're not talking about any of this. I mean, sure, but... It, the point you can't still stands. Lay one up with the bases loaded. The point still stands is that 
there's context to every to everything. Just because a pitcher gives up and run, that's why XFIP is infor- yeah, important. Yeah, and there's that's why context Sierra's to important. my statement as well, is that a quality start versus a top-level team versus a lower-level team is completely different. If you're going out and putting the, the A's versus the, the, the Orioles. Well, I see, I if, would... If you go out and you put up six innings and three runs versus the A's, you go out and put three, uh, six innings and three runs versus the Orioles. I would be much happier if I was putting up three runs in six innings against the Orioles than I am the A's. Right, but if a if it was on the same side, if a guy goes out and pitches six innings and gives up no runs against the A's, you look at it like, oh well, it's the A's. They should every pitcher should do that. These are these are professional ball players, dude. Even the A's are professional ball players. Yeah, but see, see what I'm saying though is like you're you look no. at it, you look at it like, oh well, it's against the A's. He shouldn't give up three runs. But then on the flip side, if a pitcher pitches six innings, no earned against the A's, you're like, well, it's against the A's. Uh, no, that's still a good start because he didn't allow any runs. All right, I, I, I don't. If you put up zero runs against anybody, that's a great start. If you put if zero you, runs up against the Dodgers, if you go that's an even better start if than you go, if you put zero runs up against the A's. Then if you go six innings and give up three or under less and lose the game, in my opinion, that's not on the starting pitcher because your offense, you have to be able to generate four uh, runs I a game did, to win I the game. I didn't say that. So why is it not a quality start to you? Uh, I'm just saying it, it's there's different qualities of starts. There's a low-level quality start versus a high-level quality start. I don't understand how this isn't like, you know, computing. No, if you're going against a shit team, it's a a three runs in six innings is completely different against going a than than the top three batting team going six innings three runs. Do you not see a difference between the two? A top offense versus the worst offense in the league. Well, I mean, dude, the worst offenses in the league still put up fucking 4.5 runs a game. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they scored three or less. Mm. You're negating the whole point. I'm not negating it. I'm just saying, like, they're professional ball clubs, dude. A quality start is a quality start, in my in my opinion. There's better batters versus non-better batters. Sure, but they're all pros at the end of the day. Okay. So we, so we, only, count, we only count statistics versus... <laughs> The Braves, no, Dodgers. there's weighted statistics. Yeah, there's weighted statistics based on, you know, variables. The teams that they're playing. Yeah. Not That's exactly it. Not necessarily teams are playing. It's more on ballparks they're playing in. Uh, because it doesn't weight your a good team and yeah, bad team. It, it weights your opponent. It definitely does. No. What, what stat does? All of the... The... Like the the weighted throughout the weighted runs created plus only it averages the ballpark. It doesn't have anything to do with with the opposing team. It it averages ground balls, fly balls, home runs, strikeouts, and the ballpark factors. There has nothing to do with your opponent. Because if that was the case, I mean, anyone that plays in the fucking AL West they would have a much lower WRC plus because they play the A's fucking 15 times a year. 
and the A's would have a monster WRC plus since they're the worst team if that was the case because they're playing all good teams compared to them. But they're not. They have one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're thinking of DVOA in football. DVOA I, weights your opponent. Yeah. Anyways, quality start. Ben doesn't like him. I had you're a fucking idiot. There's differences. <laughs> There's not, but okay. There is. If if you're if you're looking at how a pitcher so, pitches against one team versus the other. So who yes. so who are the good teams in your opinion that a guy can have a bad start against? We're talking about the same start. We're talking about a quality start. Like you just said, six innings, three runs. I know, but okay, so if what? If you put up six innings and three runs versus the Dodgers. Who? Okay, Dodgers, name then, all the teams that, that you can get, you can go six and three and still have a good quality start. Can you name them for me? Just so we can get this out of the way. Sure. I'd say the Orioles. I'd say the Rays. I'd say the Blue Jays. I'd say the Braves. I'd say nobody in the Central. Nobody in the central. I'd say the Astros. You're telling me I'd the say, Cubs aren't a good offense? Uh, okay, for the last two weeks. Uh, they actually, say, the Cubs actually been a damn good offense. I'd say the Dodgers. I'd say offensively the Padres. What about the Diamondbacks? Not the last two weeks. We've got to add in all these other factors. All right, so... We, <laughs> We're talking about the Diamondbacks, April to uh, July. If you yeah. if you faced them and gave up three there's, or less, but there's yeah, there's a difference between what that team was in the first half versus the second oh, half. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> but I'm looking at somebody. If somebody's playing the fucking Royals, so so or, basically the teams you're the the teams that you think are dog shit, like the Royals, the A's, the offensively uh, struggling. Yeah, but I I assume that you think the Nationals are a bad offense. I don't think the Nationals are a top offense. Well, you know, depending I'd on what you're looking at, at they're top at, 15. I'd put them at, you know, 15 to 20 area. There's a lot worse. But 15 would offenses. be top half of the league. 15 to 20. That's the second half of the league. Dude, the, the Nationals offense is better than a lot of offenses you probably think are good. They're better than the Arizona Diamondbacks for throughout the entire season. They're better than the Mets. They're better than the Mariners. They're better than the Giants. Phillies. Giants are middle of the pack. Uh, the Giants are actually yeah, they're like they're actually middle to bottom. Because yeah. the Giants don't hit lefties, remember? Yeah. yeah, they struggle against lefties, so that's a huge miss for them. But now the the Nationals are. They're actually a really good offense. So are the Cardinals, for that matter. Cardinals just can't pitch. They can't put both together. Man, speaking of the Brewers, man, it's like when they score a whole bunch of runs, that next game, that offense is fucking... They waste all their runs, dude. It's like the Padres. Every time (laughs) the Padres score like more than five runs, guaranteed the next game they score fucking three or less. Guaranteed. In the game going under. Yep. Today they scored zero. Yesterday they scored five. Five. Damn. Team sucks, dude. All right, so Astros versus Orioles. Flaherty versus Javier. Where are we going with this? Uh, Give me uh, Orioles. I like Baltimore. First five. Minus a half a run. 
I think Baltimore bounces back after that debacle. And I, I hope that they have a save opportunity so Felix can get back out there and and do his thing. Normally, after 30 pitches, I wouldn't expect him to pitch tomorrow, but I think after what happened today, if there's a save opportunity, they will get him out there. They will let probably him. Also, I'm sorry, I thought you were done. I'll go ahead. I'd probably also go first five, at least first five over, maybe full game over. Hmm. Do we have team lines? Is that going to come out tomorrow? Team total is tomorrow. Yeah. What's the what's the total? Eight and a half or nine? nine. So I'm, the team totals will probably be four, four and a half for each team. Yeah. Probably go Baltimore over. Um. Especially first five, the way that uh, that Javier's been pitching. Yeah, dude. I just can't back Christian Javier, bro. I got to take yep. Baltimore. I think this line's a little short, too, which is a little surprising, which sometimes it's not always the best. Yeah, I'm going to go Baltimore. Money line. Minus, what is it, 120? Yep. Is that what it's at right now? Yep. That's what I see is consensus. Yeah. All right. Be more. All right, so we were going to talk Giants-Halos, but uh, the Giants, you know, they love pitching bullpen games, so we don't know who the fuck's going to start. Ben, ben, are you concerned that this bullpen's going to, like, get majorly worn down by the fucking September? I mean, I'm I'm taking this as a, you know, even if we just come in as a wild card, I'm taking this as a a win year because I, from the get-go, had them at, you know, 81 and 81. Yeah, true. So I had them at a 500 team. Anything that they do better than that is is happy. I didn't expect them to even get to a wild card position or maybe be fighting for that last one. So I will, I will take what's going on right now in a heartbeat. But yes, I am very much worried. I thought they should have made him. If they made a move for a starter at the deadline, I would have been more yep. convinced. Yep, but I mean, got, at this point, they're probably going to make the playoffs, dude. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs in a in a wild card position, but they're not going to. They don't have the pitching to go deep. Um, and you got what Discofini on the on the IL. Yep, he's going to be. You know, he's he's not going to be quality in. Yeah, in the playoffs there, and if you're looking that you're going to go in and start Cobb as your number two guy, that's not. Yeah, that's not looking good. It's going to be tough, dude. But I mean, dude, that bullpen's been fucking great, which I've alluded it has, to. You. But uh, you, you got to get to the bullpen. Well, I mean, they they start majority of their games with the bullpen. No, <laughs> today they didn't even get their starter. Didn't even get a third of an inning. Well, I mean, Alexander was only going to go out there and pitch an inning anyways, but that was the problem is, like, if you look at that game in general, look who the Angels scored off of. They scored off Alexander, and they scored off Alex Wood. The Angels rock fucking left-handed pitching. Like, if I was Kepler, I would have just pitched all righties, dude. If you're pitching a bullpen game, why throw a lefty out there? Doesn't make any sense. All right, let's move on to uh, Dodgers and D-backs. So Dodgers won tonight 5-4. to four. Um, 
did not cover the minus one and a half. So shout out to AK came through. Diamondbacks actually put up some runs, but unfortunately they lose the game. The Diamondbacks are two and eight in their last ten. They have not won a game in over a week. Merrill Kelly's on the mound tomorrow against Bobby Miller. Currently, the Dodgers are laying a dollar twenty-three, um, and Diamondbacks are anywhere from like plus a dollar ten to a dollar thirteen, depending on where you look. And the totals at nine everywhere. Totals at nine. What do you guys think about? Irv, we'll start with you since you're the Dodgers guy. What do you think about this game here? What are you talking about, Willis? I'm an Angels fan. <laughs> no, um, I like the way my team is playing. Offense is clicking. Bullpen came in, gave up some runs, but you know, uh, my, my guy came in and shut the door, even though he gave up some runs in the knife. <laughs> yeah. He said, "My guy Phillips. came and shut the door, even though he gave up some runs too." Yeah, uh, Captain Phillips came in and uh, shut it down in the knife, but. You know, we just got to continue to ride this momentum, man. Uh, Almonte. Uh, Investia. Investia. Blake Trine ain't got to get healthy, man. Because if those two come in a playoff game, I might just cut the TV off and hope for the best because them two, man, they like a fucking revolving door. Remember Mo on The Simpsons when you walk in and walk out? Yeah. That's them giving that's them giving up runs, man. They like they got Chris Flexen syndrome. And he's on the mound tomorrow, so fade fade the hell out of his ass. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, I just love the way we're playing, man. The offense is clicking, the starting pitching is getting healthier. Um my boy Bueller walking to him is coming back. I can't believe it. I thought he was gonna be out the whole year. Yeah. Um Urias back to back quality starts. <laughs> I like I like what I'm seeing, man. And yeah, it's the you can stick a fork in this diamondbacks team, man. For a team that started off as hot as they did, they have cooled all the way down. They 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 uh training camp gonna be in Antarctica next year. That's how cold the motherfuckers is right now. So <laughs> that's um yeah, man, just Bet, bet, bet the mortgage on the Dodgers tomorrow. Ben? Yeah, I'm looking at the under here. Um, you know, with both of these pitchers being high strikeout pitchers, you know, I definitely think we can, you know, look at the at the under here. Bobby Miller doesn't have uh, – he's got a decent amount of starts now. Um, but he's putting up, you know, you know average around 6Ks per game. Uh, Merrill Kelly, you're looking at, you know, closer to 7Ks. Um you know, came out nine against Minnesota, which was a, a big start there. Um, you know, so I, I think we can definitely go with the under here. Um, both of these pitchers are, you know, other than the the San Francisco start for Kelly, um, you know, putting up, as Jordan would say, quality starts. Um, you know, of, of, as I would say, that's, it's like a legitimate stat, dude. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you can, you can look at the under here. Um, I I would lean Dodgers with the way that, uh, Arizona is, is playing. I definitely would lean Dodgers full money line here, but you're not going to get great value, right? What's it sitting at right now? Mine is only a dollar 23. Oh, that's not bad at all. Uh, then I would definitely take my money line here for the Dodgers. Um, and probably go over strikeouts for both of these pitchers if you're doing a uh, prize pick. 
Nice. Even though uh, Arizona scored two runs in each of the eighth and ninth tonight. Yeah. Had to make it close. Um, I mean, that could wake them up a little bit, dude. They haven't been able to score at all in the last, yeah. like, two weeks, dude. Mm. I mean, this whole team is just, just, they all hit a slump at the same time, dude. And it just has been devastating. Now, Diamondbacks are interesting, dude, because from April to June, or April to July, this team was a top five offense against right-handed pitching. Now, since July, this team is one of the worst teams in general against lefties and righties. Um, Against right-handed pitching, since July... At home, the Diamondbacks have a 73 WRC plus and a 119 ISO. That is way below average, dude. Like, that is ice cold, can't get nothing going. For example, the Diamondbacks on Sunday against the Twins had 11 hits and only scored three runs. Today, they had, how many hits did they have today? 10? 10 or 11? Uh, 10 hits. 10 hits. They score four runs. This team is just not getting timely hits. They're not hitting with runners in scoring position. At some point, it's got to turn, and it's got to regress back to the norm a little bit. Maybe we saw that in the eighth and ninth inning today. But is that going to happen against this Dodgers team? Well, could happen against Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller's not that good. Bobby Miller's had its moments. I, I will agree with you on that. Bobby Miller had his moments like the first – Three starts, and he's been his first four starts. He was good, and then he went seven earned, six earned, three earned, four earned. against Kansas City. That changes it five and two thirds, three earned. Not even a quality start. He didn't even get that six inning. He didn't go six full, bro. You don't pump the damn brace. He's a rookie, yeah. He, he is a rookie, so it's <laughs> obviously going to be up and down. But what I'm saying is that, like, I would. Look for the Diamondbacks. Like this, this might be the get right spot for them. Cool, but uh, Bobby is a future ace. Don't, don't be trying to clown my boy. It could be. He's not right now. His nickname, his nickname is Ricky Bobby. That's what I'm gonna call him now. Shake and bake. All right. <laughs> um, it's it's tough getting ahead of this Dodgers team right now. But I mean, if I'm gonna play this game. I'm I'm taking the Diamondbacks, dude. I think that at some point this team just they have to turn around. But I mean the Diamondbacks, they've taken so much coin from me the last two weeks, dude. Like I just I don't know if I can muster up the courage to to back this team right now. But I'm definitely leaning Arizona plus a dollar ten. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from on this whole like regression of their their bats, but it's been two months now and yeah, so I mean, it's got to come back, dude. This team uh, raked for three months. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're just you're just they they've dug in themselves into such a hole. Yeah, I don't see them coming back until they go to Colorado. No, that's after the San Diego series. No, they're not. Bro, they haven't. They've been so bad the last three or four weeks. I mean. At some point, dude. Obviously, the ebbs and flows of a season come and go. It's gotta, it's gotta regress to the the mean at some point, dude. There's, yeah. The Aviator final score was nine to ten. 
It was 13 runs scored in the first two innings. Wow. Damn. Only six the rest of the game. Who pitched? <laughs> Who pitched? Who started? Uh, let's see. This triple H shit is so fun. Uh, Luis, uh, no, wait. Starters were uh, Healy for uh, the Sacramento uh, Rivercats, huh? Rivercats. And then the starter for Vegas was Muller. Checking right now. Irv, when you go out to Vegas, you got to go to one of those games. Uh, Supac. Uh, okay. <laughs> he gave up. No, it wasn't him. It was the uh, the uh, Sacramento pitcher. I'm going to give him seven runs, six runs, and what it is. Well, I mean, Sacramento. So the Vegas starter gave up seven runs in the first inning. In the in the bottom of the in the bottom of the second, the Sacramento starter gave up six runs. Well, I mean, this is the same fucking team that uh, the Sacramento Rivercats that is that had a five run lead in the bottom of the ninth of a game and and lost the game, <laughs> and it didn't even go to extras. They lost it in the ninth inning. They lost. I know they lost in the ninth with an error. That shit was terrible. Fucking dumbasses. Um. Yeah, man, I. It's tough to get in front of the Dodgers, but I got to here. I'm playing this. It's Arizona. All right, let's look at our final game. We got Toronto versus Cleveland. We got Gaussman versus Logan Allen. Uh, Cleveland did win today, one to nothing. So the. Blue Jays in a two-game series against the Guardians have scored a whopping three runs. And they still have more mm-hmm. runs in the series than the Guardians. Three this, and, tomorrow uh, might be, and tomorrow might be a 1-0 game, too. I was going to say, is this Jose's final uh, suspension day? He's he, Dude, he, he's been, he played today. Oh, there's already been three games? No, dude, he hasn't even... Saturday well, game started. Yet. I think he's appealing. So as long as you're in the appeal process, you can play. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Fuck. I take the three games and I know. Just I get it. it over with. Yeah. Because he's going to get suspended no matter what. So yeah. who, who does Cleveland play next? Is that what they're waiting for? I mean, dude, they're kind of like out of it. They basically sold their whole roster. I don't know what they think they're doing, but I'll just get it over with. <clears throat> They're fucking... Oh, yeah, they got Tampa Bay next. They're actually not that can... far behind Minnesota, but, I mean, they're pretty far. Um, What do you guys think about this one, though? Toronto Lane, $1.42. Cleveland plus $1.20. The total's at 8 What do you guys think? I think Gaussman probably pitches a gym tomorrow. It's coming off a star we got... Beat up by the Orioles. Yeah, he got to bounce back. He's too good, man. My only thing, dude, and is that the Blue Jays struggle against lefties, dude. So probably look at another under. Because you know Gaussman's not going to. I doubt he pitches back-to-back 
terrible outing and gives up a bunch of runs to a Cleveland lineup that is missing Naylor. Yeah. All they really have right now is Ramirez. And I don't know what happened to Jimenez, but he's not having the same type of season yet last year. Or my boy, Quan. Yeah, they both been kind of struggling. You look yeah. at Logan Allen, too, and he hasn't pitched against a good offense in a while. Yeah, but one thing I would say is he pitched against the White Sox, who are really good against left-handed hitting, and he fucking only okay. held, he held them to only two runs. And one, and then you well, five in the yeah. other. Yeah. <clears throat> Kansas City, too, they've uh, they've been raking lefties in the last month. Okay. Gave up five against him. So, I mean, he's coming off several bad starts. But on the flip side, Toronto isn't good against lefties. All season, they have a 106 WRC plus 128 ISO against lefties. Uh, since July 1st against lefties, they're hitting... They're bad. Oh, they're actually the best. They're actually the best team against lefties since July first. <laughs> yeah, they're batting two seventy six against left handers right now. For the whole season, yeah, yeah. But average is one thing. What are you doing with those bats? You know, because we all yeah. know Toronto loves to like not be able to hit with runners in position. I mean, they got an OBP of three fifty one, slugging at four twenty, and uh, OPS of seven seventy one. It's not bad. Yeah, but on the whole season, hold on, where is it? They have a low K percentage. Only 106 WRC plus, though, against lefties. Hmm. It's 15th. Uh, I mean, I I would expect them to bounce back, though. They have to, dude. They're in a pennant race, too. Like, they have to. Get this going. They also have a, they also have the highest walk rate in the last month against lefties, and they have a only an eighteen percent K rate. So they are not, they're not striking out <clears throat> against left-handed pitching. And Logan Allen, on the flip side, you know he doesn't get a ton of, or he's twenty-two point nine percent K rate, eight percent walk rate, three thirteen BABIP though. That's that's gonna get, it's gonna regress a little bit at some point. He's a 4.34 Sierra. Obviously, Gaussman's a better pitcher, if we're being honest. Um, Man, I just feel like Toronto goes through these slumps, though, dude. Like, when they're offensively challenged, dude, like, they're offensively challenged for, like, weeks at a time. And they terrible, and they be terrible runners in scoring position. Yep. <clears throat> I just feel like this could be one of those... One of those uh, bad outings, but and they don't have Bo Bichette either, which I think is a major blow. Yeah, that lineup is definitely not the same without him. Cleveland against right-handed pitching, they are 19th in WRC Plus throughout the entire season, 95, a 130 ISO. I mean, they're, they're just not good offensively at all. They have no power. That's a problem. Against right-handed pitching at home since July, they have where are they? One hundred four WRC plus one thirty four ISO. In the last say since July nineteenth <clears throat> against right-handed pitching at home, Cleveland. 
107 WRC plus, 175 ISO. So, I mean, they've been better of late, but. Yeah, I'm kind of of the uh, mindset that. Probably take the under in this game, to be honest. Yeah. See, under has hit Toronto's six of their last seven, five of their last six games on the road, uh, 11 of their last 13 against the American League. Then you go to Cleveland, under six of their last seven, under five of their last six against Toronto, under four of their last five at home. That under sounded good. Yeah. Cleveland totals gone under in their last 11 games against the American League. It's low, sitting at eight. Damn, those are the kind of games I feel like go over. True. I would lean Blue Jays' money line, man, because Gaussman is on the mound. Yeah, you don't have great value there at 147, 150, but... I think it's good value, but it's kind of shocking that it's only minus one forty, in my opinion. Like it should be yeah. like feels like it should be like minus one sixty. Yeah, and it even opened lower and it's been bet down. I see it opened at one forty. Oh, let me see here. Uh, minus one fifty five is what it opened at most books. Damn. Thanks, fucking Odd Shark. <clears throat> and then now at Westgate, it's still minus a dollar fifty-four. Bet Online's a dollar forty-eight. Circa a dollar forty. Bovada dollar fifty-two. Caesars a dollar forty-five. Go to Circa. Win minus one forty. Minus a dollar fifty-five. So I mean, it, it's all over the place, dude. It really depends on what book you're at. You're looking at. That's why you gotta shop around. If you like the Blue Jays, like Ben said, go to go to Circa. They have the best price at dollar forty. Dollar Ninety three percent of tickets right now on the Blue Jays. Only forty percent, forty eight percent of the handle. Seven percent of tickets on Cleveland right now. Fifty two percent of the handle. They've been they opened at a. Plus a dollar forty two, they're down to a dollar thirty six. So money's coming in on Cleveland. Not tickets, but money. Yeah. Interesting current events. <clears throat> I just don't see the Guardians winning this game, dude. I can't picture it. Toronto's been raking lefties this month, or in the last month, <clears throat> absolutely destroying them. Two twenty three ISO, dude. Mm-hmm. That's like elite. Oh man! All right, let's get our best bets. Let's go, y'all. What do you guys like? Uh, I'm gonna go. Baltimore, first five minus a half a run. We're going to uh, fade Javier over Flirty. Um, so we're going we're gonna to take that. We're going to go uh, the dog shit 
uh, sorry, the Dodgers versus uh, Arizona. Under first five, both high strikeout pitchers. And then we're going to shop at Circa. Toronto money line at minus 140. All right. Irv? Orioles money line. Dodgers money line. And I'm riding with the Blue Jays money line. Let's get it. Good little parlay right there. What's what's the Dodgers up? Minus what? 120. 120. And then what else? Blue Jays money line? Yep. Yeah, Blue Jays money line. Minus yeah, no way sure. The Dodgers are at 130. All right. I'm going best bet. Baltimore Orioles minus $1.20. The get back game. Felix Bautista is going to close it out in the ninth. I think it's going to be a five to three game. Let's get it. You're just going with one tomorrow. Just one. I right. I lean I lean Toronto, but I just think that, like I said, dude, Toronto goes through these streaks when they're not good offensively. They're not good. And they haven't been good offensively since after that Red Sox game. And the one thing about the Red Sox and the Blue Jays is the Blue Jays always hit well in Fenway, dude. Like, they always put up eight-plus runs. And then they come back against Gavin Williams, and they struggled, dude. They struggled for pretty much the whole game. They were lucky to win that game 3-1. to one. And then today they couldn't even put up a run. Like, that's kind of how... The Blue Jays go. They, like, go in these waves. And that worries me. I'm not saying that I don't think the Blue Jays win the game. I'm just saying that I'm not confident enough to lay a $1.40 on that. Or if you put that parlay together, you get plus 430. Nice. Nice. The Baltimore line's moving right now, too. Before we go, I do got to say, if anybody finds Biggie's Blood Orange Brunch Bonanza, that is a quality, quality sour. And at 8%, that's dangerous. Dangerous. Very dangerous. Danger! I could could drink a four-pack, no problem. You can't be singing mystical songs, bro. Danger! Not with the name with Biggie? No, just no. Mysticals just canceled. Why? What happened, bro? You see, he got charged with first degree rape again. Are you oh, serious? When? Yeah. When was this, bro? This is like a year ago. Oh shit! I had no fucking clue, bro. Yeah, mysticals canceled. Oh, wow. my playlist comes on in the car. He he gets he gets skipped. Interesting. Wow. I didn't know. Send me the link. I gotta see this. Alright, y'all. Thank you for hanging out with us. Make sure to go subscribe to our YouTube. YouTube.com slash at Taproom Sports Podcast. Twitch.tv slash Taproom Sports. You can follow Irv on X at Swerving Every TSP. Follow myself at Jordan Rules TSP. 
follow the podcast at taproom underscore sports you can hit us up on instagram at taproom sports podcast we appreciate y'all thank you very much for hanging out with us have a very blessed wednesday uh we'll be back tomorrow night for the pack 12 rest in peace the final rest pack 12 peace to the preview. pacific 12 conference yeah the pack four now right Yep. Well, it's gonna be the pack. It's gonna be the pack West pretty soon. Yeah. I think y'all gonna either join the ACC. Is it Stanford got three options? ACC, independent, joining Mountain West with the rest of the remaining, the last, the four, the last four horsemen of the Pac-12. I have not heard anything. I think they go independent. To be honest, no. Yeah, they, they probably go independent. Honestly. With that being said, everybody have a blessed Wednesday. We're out of here. Let's get this money. Peace.